Before I get into the episode, I have a resource I'd like to share with you. This episode is a part of my boundary setting series, and I have created a boundary setting workbook that contains all of the questions and information in this boundary setting series. And you can either print out the workbook to write in the answers to the questions, or you can fill it in on your computer, tablet, or phone. The best way to use this workbook is to follow along with these episodes and fill it out as you go along, but you can also go through it on your own if you prefer to do it that way. This is a complimentary resource that I'm offering, and you can download it by visiting my website at laurenlasallecoaching.com and going to the resources page. I hope you find it helpful. Welcome to the Highly Sensitive Podcast. I'm Lauren LaSalle, and I'm a licensed therapist, highly sensitive person, and HSP coach. This bi-weekly podcast is meant for highly sensitive people and their loved ones, as both experiences will be discussed. Thank you for joining me, and let's begin. Welcome to the Highly Sensitive Podcast. I'm Lauren, and this is the fourth and last episode in my boundary-setting series. The first three episodes are Episode 7, Four Common Barriers to Setting Boundaries for HSPs, Episode 9, How to Identify Your Needs as an HSP, and Episode 12, Communicating Needs and Coping with Feelings of Guilt for HSPs. If you haven't listened to those episodes yet, it may be helpful to do so before listening to this one because those episodes cover information and offer reflective questions that come up before you start practicing setting boundaries. In this episode, I will go over some boundary setting tips, things to remember when it comes to setting boundaries, and how to start practicing. Here are some tips for setting boundaries. Some of these I've mentioned in previous episodes, and some are new, but all are definitely worth revisiting. Take time to respond. When someone asks me for a favor, I can take up to a full day to respond with an answer. This gives me space to take stock of the capacity I may or may not have to do this favor, process the feelings I have around it, and determine whether I actually want to do it or I just think I should do it. Make a list of pros and cons to help you decide whether you want to or can commit to what is being asked of you. Notice how your body is physically feeling, because these signs can tell you if a boundary needs to be set, Um, Some physical signs might be faster heartbeat, an upset or sinking stomach, feeling irritated or anxious. So check in with your body before you respond and listen to your gut. Be aware of what your limits are and if you are realistically able to follow through with what someone is asking of you. For example, if you feel as though you have enough on your plate at work and you know that you will feel stressed or overwhelmed if more is added, Communicate this to your boss if they ask you to take on more. Know what your values are. Like if family is very important to you, this will influence what boundaries you will want to set, such as how late you will stay at work. Be aware of your needs. What do you want and what makes you happy? Acknowledge the benefit of setting the boundary. What might happen if I don't set this boundary? How might I respond to and interact with others if the boundary is not set? Maybe I would feel more irritable, resentful, unable to participate in a conversation, etc. 
Be direct when responding to someone asking something of you. Don't say maybe. And like I mentioned before, it's okay to take time to think about if you really can and want to say yes. If you say no, you don't have to give a reason if you don't want to. Let me repeat that one again. You don't have to give a reason if you don't want to. I think we often feel obligated to let other people know why we are declining what is being asked because then it lets them know that we have a valid reason for declining. But if you don't want to share that reason, then don't. If it's too difficult to say no to something in person, you can always respond via text, email, or phone if one of those feels more comfortable to you. Here are some important things to remember. Other people's needs are important, but not more important than your own. You are not responsible for other people's feelings. It's not your fault if other people feel disappointed. It's okay if people are disappointed when you set a boundary. They often just need time to process it. Remember to practice self-compassion. Not acknowledging and tending to your needs can sometimes feel okay in the moment, but can build resentment, anger, or anxiety over time. Feelings of anxiety, guilt, etc. are an automatic response based on your past experiences and or how you are feeling. Guilty, anxious, not wanting to disappoint others, due to your caring, empathetic nature. This cannot change overnight and takes time and practice. So keep practicing acknowledging your needs and setting boundaries to gather new, different, more positive experiences to help you gain the experience and confidence in this skill. Now that we've covered all of this information about setting boundaries, you may be wondering how to implement this knowledge and start actually setting boundaries. So you might want to start setting small boundaries with yourself, such as maybe deciding not to respond to someone's text right away, but instead waiting until another time that's more convenient to you, so maybe your lunch break. And remind yourself that they don't need you to respond right away. The response can wait until it's a more convenient time for you. You can also start setting small boundaries with safe people in your life. So these are people who you know are going to agree to the boundary being set. And this is important to do in order to accumulate positive boundary setting experiences before you start setting them with other people in your life. And remember that this is a process and change takes time. So keep practicing in order to gather these new experiences. Give yourself credit for what you've accomplished and what you're working on, no matter how small it feels, because this is difficult work and it can be really uncomfortable, but you're doing it. Before I wrap up this episode, here are some questions for you to think about. Who are some safe and close people with whom I can start setting boundaries? And what types of boundaries do I feel most comfortable starting to set? If you feel like you could use some one-to-one support when it comes to setting boundaries, you can email me to set up a 15-minute complimentary connection meeting, and you can use this time to learn more about my coaching program, have a mini coaching session, or both. And as always, if you have any ideas for episode topics, if you have any questions for me to answer on the podcast, or if you want to email me to send in your story for me to read on the podcast, you can send all of this to lauren at laurenlasallecoaching.com. You can find out more about my coaching program as well as resources and links to my social media by visiting my website at laurenlasallecoaching.com. 
There is a link on my website to join my email list, and by doing so, you will receive a free resource from me called Five Self-Care Tips for Highly Sensitive People. And I also want to remind you to get my free boundary setting workbook for HSPs that goes along with this boundary setting series on the podcast by visiting my website and going to the resources page. Before I sign off, I will leave you with a quote. You are not required to set yourself on fire to keep others warm. <laughs>